So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA as well as the editor-in-chief for drbycuspid.com. And whether you found us through Dr. Bicuspid, Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, we're, we're everywhere. And one man who I am very glad is everywhere as well and has his finger on the pulse of pharmacology when it comes to dentistry, and that is Tom Viola. Tom, what's going on? Kevin, my friend, how are you doing? Dude, I am good. It is the end of 2020. I think this is going to be our last podcast of the year and uh, no better way to end it, I think, uh, than talking it up with you. So looking forward to the discussion today, my friend. Same here, my friend. And I'm looking forward to many more next year as well. This has become a real treat for me to be able to be a part of this uh, presentation with all of the great uh, dental assistants and all dental professionals. So before I forget, happy holidays to everybody because we are at the end of the year. Here. We, we are. And, you know, and, and I want to say Tom Viola ended the year strong on Dr. Bicuspid. Four out of the top five um, articles in our anesthesia and pain management category were from this gentleman right here. So, uh, dude, I, I'm in the presence of greatness. What can I say? So, no, I you're, the, you're the great one, buddy. I, I just like to be able to present the content. That's all. <laughs> Well, hey, well, let's let's end the end the year with some information, and uh, maybe it's a little bit of a, a downer here, but uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I saw a press release come over that discussed over in Europe. Uh, they are saying that paracetamol uh, poisonings are actually up uh, on that continent, and we know that that is known as acetaminophen here in the United States. So I want to ask you, is there a relationship between what we're seeing over in Europe uh, with paracetamol versus what we're seeing in the United States with its uh, American named cousin? I would agree 100%. We are definitely seeing a rise in acetaminophen toxicity. Uh, It stems from a lot of reasons. Uh, The first is because with COVID-19, a lot of people still believe what was released last March, which is uh, when the French health minister and the World Health Organization both said that treating COVID-19 symptoms like fever and and body aches with ibuprofen could lead to an increased risk of death. And so a lot of people decided to switch over to acetaminophen. The problem with acetaminophen is people consider it to be the safe analgesic, you know, the safe fever reducer. Well, heck, why not? It's used in babies. It's used in pregnant women. It's used in older folks with lots of health conditions. So some folks believe, well, if it's safe for them, it's got to be safe for me. And uh, unfortunately, there's this other part of COVID-19, which is I want to be able to treat my symptoms, but can I use acetaminophen to delay or prevent getting COVID-19? Yeah. Of course, you know, you can't, but there are a lot of people who believe that. And so they take what the package says, which is probably the highest dose allowed, you know, according to the FDA, that can vary. Uh, We'll get into that in a second. Uh, But also... Uh, they decide to take even more as a preventative dose. So I I guess people, and and I know of people who say a little bit is good, a lot is great. And so they'll just kind of pound whatever it might be. You know, I I had a talk with my physician the other day about vitamin D. uh, And and she was saying, you know, it's it's hard to go overboard on it, but you can do that. how, yeah, and I, I always worry about in this time whenever we're trying to be so safe, people not reading the instructions, following the instructions, and knowing the side effects that could happen. Well, the thing was, once that uh, whole thing with ibuprofen hit the uh, news, a lot of people lost faith in ibuprofen, but a lot of people just lost faith in the whole healthcare system. 
you know, back then, Kevin, I'm sure you will remember as well as anybody who's listening right now that we were kind of lost. We didn't know yeah. where what was going to happen, what the future held. It was, you know, standing on the edge of a precipice for a lot of people. So they decided to take healthcare in their own hands uh, with whatever they had at their disposal, which was over-the-counter drugs like acetaminophen. So yeah, they're using it to treat their symptoms, they're using it to delay and maybe even prevent symptoms. But bottom line is acetaminophen has this darker side to it, which is once you exceed the maximum daily dose, it's likely that you're going to suffer some type of liver toxicity. The confusion lies in what's the actual maximum daily dose. Uh, now you might say, well, how's that possible? How could that be confusing? Well, it's simply this. The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, insists that the maximum daily dose of acetaminophen is 4,000 milligrams. The manufacturer of Tylenol brand of acetaminophen maintains that the maximum daily dose is 3,000 milligrams. Now, if you're curious as to why there's a 1,000 milligram difference, keep in mind that the manufacturers of Tylenol know that there are other forms of acetaminophen you consume throughout the day. So yeah, you might be taking 3,000 milligrams of Tylenol, but then you might take an Excedrin if you have a headache. Mm. You might take Dayquil, Nyquil, Tylenol PM, Tylenol cold and sinus. And before you know it, you've surpassed the 4,000 milligram mark for acetaminophen. And, and that's a little scary because I know whenever I get sick, it's it's all hands on deck. What can I do? You know, and yeah. and and I also look back, like you said, back in March and April, we were standing on the edge of this cliff and we didn't know so much. And now, even though we're in the second wave and things are so bad, I see how that people's uh, mindset has shifted a little bit about how to uh, prepare and and battle COVID nineteen. It's like you just said, Kevin, very well put. People are resorting to things like vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin E, zinc, melatonin, you know, whatever they can think of that has some type of uh, effect on increasing your immunity. Uh, that's what we're going to go with. And I've posted a couple of things on my blog to people like, hey, it's fine if you want to take supplements. But as you said, you can easily go overboard. And, and let's not forget that especially vitamin D and vitamin E are fat-soluble vitamins they last in your body a lot longer than the water-soluble vitamins, and it's easy to develop toxicity. So imagine having toxicity to your kidneys from an overdose of vitamin D and vitamin E, and then potentially having toxicity to your liver from too much acetaminophen, and all of a sudden you became a very medically complex patient when all you were trying to do was look out for yourself. You know, and, and let's spin this back to dentistry just a little bit, because we know that patients are walking into the practice. We know that they're pounding supplements and medications and everything else. And, and I feel like you and I always talk about that health history form, but how much do they need to actually be asking about acetaminophen as part of a, a daily routine for a patient? You know, the, the important thing is to make sure we don't say the words medication or drug, because that really confuses a lot of folks. They believe that an over-the-counter drug is not really a drug. It's not a medication. It's something they take for symptoms. So We've got to be aware that uh, when we take a medical history, it's always those same three questions. I know you've heard them before, Kevin. So it's first question is always, what do you take? Leave it open-ended. Let them talk about it. Let them tell you everything. Then the second question is always, why do you take it? So that you can get a sense of, okay, yeah, there's polypharmacy at work here. They're taking acetaminophen for fever. They're taking acetaminophen for pain. They're taking acetaminophen because they don't want to get COVID-19. Okay, so that's that's one way we can help. And then, of course, the third question is always, did you take it today? Because like you said, they could be walking into the office taking a lot of supplements, and that could influence dental therapy for the day. Absolutely.
And and I, I want to pick your brain on one thing that, that just gets under my skin always are those patients who say, I haven't had any changes since the last appointment or whatever that might be. Is there any advice that you've got for those dental professionals out there to see if there really, really haven't been any changes since the last one? I mean, I love I love dental professionals. You know, Kevin. I mean, I think we make the great the greatest, mo- most profound influence on healthcare outside of the medical doctors and nurse practitioners and physicians assistants. We're right there in there with them. I mean, we are uh, on the front lines, if you will. We're, in my opinion, we're the firewall. You know, we catch a lot of things that maybe slip through the cracks. So, as much as I, I love dental professionals, I've heard it often said. You know, the question is, uh, any change to your medications? And that's the answer to that is always almost no, because it's easier to say no than it is to get into it. So yeah. my advice would be just don't ask the question anymore. You know, okay. all right, I, I like that. And and I'm I am a early fifties guy. I take the multivitamin. I take the the daily supplement. You know, and and for Christmas, I got to tell you, my mom has shipped me a bottle of zinc because she believes that that's what I need to be taking to stay healthy. And so, you know, there's this part of me that I'm like, how much more do I add into a routine and how much does that then impact if I were to get sick or have a dental appointment after the start of the year? Well, that's the thing. There really isn't much research as to how well zinc prevents colds. I mean, zinc does a pretty good job in shortening the duration of colds, but we don't really know much about how much it does to actually prevent you from getting sick. And a good example of that is me, believe it or not. I'm an early 50s, 50 guys too. I, I get on planes all the Well, I used to before the stupid Back virus. The <laughs> I, used to get on, I used to get on planes all the time. And I was always getting sick. And I even took zinc for a while, you know, and I would say it, it had a modest effect. I didn't get sick as much, but there's so many variables. You really can't, it's hard to do clinical studies and clinical trials on supplements because there's so many confounding variables. So all I can say is, if you think it's going to work for you, as long as you don't overdo it, then go ahead and, and try it. But remember that high doses of the very common things we just talked about can lead to kidney damage. And your kidneys and your liver are the two things that we in dentistry need you to have healthy because all of the medications we use in dentistry somehow find their way to the liver and kidneys. And wrapping it up with back to our friend acetaminophen, is watching the dosage the most important message that you'd, you'd share with people about that? Absolutely. And the reason I'm more concerned about it in dentistry is because we tend to prescribe a lot of acetaminophen. You know, we tell people to take that that famous ibuprofen acetaminophen combination for pain, which you know after hearing me say it a thousand times, Kevin, I love it. But then we also perhaps prescribe uh, opioid analgesics that also contain acetaminophen. So for example, if you prescribe three Norco to a patient, which really isn't out of the question, okay, to take in one 24-hour period, well, that's a thousand milligrams of acetaminophen right there. Then if you add in all the other sources of acetaminophen people take without the day, it's, it's, an, it's easy. Now you might say, well, yeah, but I only did it for a few days. The problem with taking that, that 4,000 milligram maximum dose is there are again issues, other factors. Perhaps you drink alcohol on a regular basis. Perhaps you smoke cigarettes. Perhaps you take a, a liver inducing a uh, drug like Dilantin. All of that can actually increase your risk of uh, having liver toxicity from what is reasonably considered a, a, a high but not supra therapeutic dose of acetaminophen. 
And, and I'm going to dare say some of us during the holidays may have liver toxicity anyway. You know, I'm just throwing that out. That could be a possibility. Yeah, a lot of people take acetaminophen for hangover too. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Just lobbing that out there. The possibility. So, uh, Tom, as always, man, such good stuff. And I know you always have good stuff on your uh, website. So would you mind just letting people know how they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. And I appreciate the opportunity. Just find me on TomViola.com. Very original name for a website uh, and all over social media at uh, Pharmacology Declassified. Sounds good. Tom, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you for everything you've done this year to help educate dental professionals. I really do. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done, Kevin. I appreciate it. Looking forward to next year with you, buddy. Absolutely. We are going to have that beverage we keep talking about. I guarantee (laughs) you that we're going to look at each other when we're doing it, not through Zoom. It's going to be fantastic. So (laughs) may not be eggnog, but it'll be something. That's something. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, hey, Uh, As we said, this is probably the last podcast of 2020, and uh, we want to wish you, your family, your practice, nothing but uh, safety and success as the new year ends and as we look forward to 2021. And I'm going to make a New Year's prediction that Tom Viola will be back with us plenty in 2021. How about that? So sounds great. All right, man. Well, thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to all of you for your support of this podcast. And uh, we look forward to being back with you in the new year. And until then, together we rise, stay safe, stay healthy, stay educated.